Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of France. Obviously a lot happened yesterday, but today was race day. And boy, you went racing. <laughs> uh, um, look, last week in Spain was, um, it wasn't good. You were very down after the race, that was clear. Something must have changed this week. Let's go straight to it. Something must have changed this week. You must have done something to your bike. There had to have been a massive change because you looked like the best Jeremy Sewer out there. You look like the Jeremy Sewer from Trentino uh, 2021. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you need to fall very low to be able to climb very high. And that's what happened last weekend. I was very low. And um, we changed the bike on the second moto last weekend which was a huge step and this week again I was not happy even with the change we did I still felt there is something somewhere we can improve well we start on the boring part just saying <laughs> we can improve and uh, the practice was good I, I honestly felt okay I'm myself again I'm confident in me I'm strong I'm finally everything is behind me no more fucking arm pump and stupid things like this you know so this is was good but I came to the race free practice I was flying straight away without even knowing why but I stopped in pit lane p1 1.5 seconds and I went to my mechanics and I said listen my bike is not good I feel I can do a lap yeah but I need to race that thing that's a whole different story because one lap I can I can ride any bike around this track fast for one lap because I I do it with technique. I know you know at the moment the bike doesn't do what I want. I can change the I can do a lap, but to race you need a rhythm, you need a feeling, you need confidence, you need many things. And I told them, listen, we got to change something. I'm on P1, I know, but it's not there yet. There is still a question mark somewhere. And yeah, after that they just changed the. Some settings in the suspension again for time practice, and I never even had to stop in time practice after one lap. I was like, finally, this is it. I think they just found the thing I was asking for for the last two months, and from there on, I knew. Okay, now I I can ride fast, but I ride easy fast. Yeah. You know, I can do that with confidence. I can do it easy, no energy. I can play with my bike. I don't feel like it's pushing me in a weird direction in corners so I was like okay this is it so that, that was this part which was the homework we did yesterday which made me today so good yeah. and then a whole other disaster came <laughs> um, so after free, in free practice when you pulled in you were fastest by 1.5 seconds uh, when you told your mechanics that the bike was shit basically not shit <laughs> okay. sorry I didn't say shit I just said listen guys it's all fine but the thing is we can go more deep in that like I had the bike, let's say, in a window where it, it was just a little bit pushing me in some areas like, okay, I'm not happy. And I just wanted to go a, a bit yeah. more the other way. And they did that. But the thing what happened is we went 
way too far the other way but by a small adjustment right. and then I stopped I said okay now we are complete on the other side <laughs> but they just changed for example two small clicks and yeah. I'm like yeah but now we are on the other side of the sea you know and then okay we go back they went back and then I, I again I like, okay now we, we, we just went <laughs> all the way to this side again but why is it not possible to go in the middle and they were like question marks you yeah. know but as I said they solved it for time practice so. were they getting like um were they getting frustrated with you though because like look you were first by quite a way so when you told them you wanted changes were they like oh okay you're just being like mental now like it's fine you're fast this is in your head shut up and like were, or were they like okay we'll work with you we'll listen to you crazy <laughs> no no they were I can even go further um, you know the last few weeks I felt that stuff but I wasn't always sure is it really the bike or is it me because still after the crash this is very long ago I've never been myself so yeah. then you start to doubt who is it me like struggling with myself or is it really the feeling being bad with the bike yeah. but now and for that reason I wasn't clear enough sometimes because I would have something in mind to tell them to change but I wouldn't tell them because I was like well, maybe it's my fault yeah. so and we kept going in a circle and this weekend I said okay no I put I put this in my hand now and we gonna like I gonna follow yeah. my feeling because my feeling is my feeling if I feel not good I feel not good point I will tell them if I feel good I tell them I feel good I don't go like ah maybe it's my fault no and that's what I did and even I I put on a meeting Saturday morning straight away I was that fire like not fire before free practice or after yeah, before before free practice I put them in a meeting and I said listen guys this is what went down what I just told you now with my but now you know we got to stick together and get out of this and that was it you know so like Spain then it was um, all about suspension so the load on the front forks the rear shock the balance between the two it was all that a hundred percent yes can you give give us more? Give us more. Come on, you give us more. Tell us, tell us what what you were feeling, what you changed. Give us more. It's fine. You don't get in trouble for this part. No, I will not get in trouble. I know, but this is like you know, it's so that's the real details coming down to you know. I mean, I did struggle with just having. I have short legs, right? So if I, I, I get pushed from the rear into corners, my front is diving a bit and stuff which I honestly need to corner because I cannot have a Harley Davidson. I will not make it around the corner. Um, I struggle. I lose confidence because the, the, the moment I get a kick, it's straight in my ass and I lose the pecs and confidence gone. So th this is the thing I have to avoid. And that's why I struggle with, with most mostly. But the thing is, if we avoid this, I cannot turn, you know, so we had to find a compromise which is working out yeah. which exists I know I know there is a compromise where I'm fast in the corners like I was today and I don't feel like I'm gonna fly off uh, over the over the bars going into corners yeah. so and that's what we were searching for quite a while but uh, I really hope we can now keep it like that for the rest of the year um, I was very impressed with your outside gate pick uh, I feel like you did it because it wasn't reap uh, it wasn't reaped it wasn't ripped as deep over there as a little harder more traction less weight all of that sort of stuff um, was that why or did you have some other crazy reason no no that was why I mean and in the end of the day it was the best cho yeah. choice to do it was a bit more tough to do in the second motor though I mean first motor I I checked Gertz he was complete outside then I saw a dry line there like whew, and the complete outside it wasn't as sticky yeah. so you just would make a bit more drive and I went straight away, okay, I gotta go there. But let's ask my 
co- people around yeah. me what they think. If they're going to tell me, Jeremy, you are stupid, then I would say, okay, then I don't go there. But they were all like, yes, go there, yes, go there. So I was okay, I go there. But you know what? After all now, it looks easy, yeah. That this was the best choice yeah. to do. But the moment you pick up your bike, you could go to P23, which is quite in the middle still, and you go all the way outside to 30, gate pick 32, it's like what am I doing here? You know, you are you are outside. There is nobody inside of you. So it's it's mentally tough. Yeah. But it was because of the dry line and and I just I could break later than anybody, keep the corner wide and I was up front both motors. I was surprised that someone else didn't do it uh in the second moto i thought someone would copy you or try to copy you uh, i asked prado i actually asked prado and he said he helps you mates friends best friends uh, <laughs> he said he helps you because he's such a good starter that he closes everyone on the inside of him yeah, off honestly, so you yeah. could just wing around the outside <laughs> like his wingman yeah honestly we were a great team like he took care of all the guys on the inside for me so yeah. they were all shot because of Prado and I just had to take care in the, for the guys in between so actually this was big teamwork and we made it happen twice and I think nobody did because it really needs balls and confidence yeah. it does even you know it's just go there and stand go and go behind the gate and look where you are you need to be sure because otherwise you you are the loser you know uh, second moto you had after Tim crashed which I guess maybe you didn't know had happened you had the overall unlock you didn't mean uh, you didn't need to pass Prado you passed Prado you got pretty loose in spots there was a couple of like made me jump a few times um, were you thinking about the overall a lot was it on your mind too much did you think about settling did you scare yourself with some of your loose moments I, I had two loose moments um, one was when I passed Prado but it was just a race incident and one was uh, on the top I got like landed on a kick and just got a twist on my throttle and I was like I was I'm gonna send it in the to the moon now but lucky I didn't but no the Prado pass was three laps in a row I was there yeah. and I just watched him and he went line two line two and I went inside and I knew if I'm close enough and I commit I will pass him yeah. so that lap I did commit and that lap he changed his line because he went in the line to do the same exact yeah. thing like he did before but in the last moment he was like you know what I go to the inside and I came already with a lot of speed yeah. there was nowhere to go so I just banked into him and yeah I was like no come on like and bam I got him but that's racing I'm happy for the move I mean sometimes you gotta be a bit aggressive even if it wasn't planned like that I, I didn't think about the overall this was your question like I really went out because that's always hard when you win motor one you're like podium you know yeah. uh, you're gonna get to podium you know but it's another motor like every other also and I just went out there to win even I, I thought I gonna catch Glenn at one stage because I was I was the better rider but then two laps to go I was like okay no this is it GP win I'm not gonna do anything silly and that's that that was the story so uh, we've waited long enough you've done the interview about Saturday so we don't need to talk about that that's nice for you um, but what's the reaction been like obviously I feel like everyone in the paddock has listened to the interview from yesterday. All of the riders, all of the mechanics, all of the team managers in front have definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it's gone much further than I thought it would. Feedback has been very good for you. Everyone is very impressed that you spoke up. They say you're very smart. You did it in a very smart way. And a few riders have suggested to me that you need to become 
First of all, this was a thing yesterday. Everyone says you led the charge. Everyone says you were the leader. So that you were the leader, apparently. Um, but people have suggested to me that you need to lead some sort of union. You need to basically be the head of the riders from now on. Which will be great for our interviews. <laughs> oh, wow. What did I get myself into here? When I woke up yesterday morning, that wasn't part of the plan. Well, a few riders have said that both of us should be the head of a riders union <laughs> so we're i'm now deep in this with you <laughs> so we're in this uh, like when you won today i won if you lost i was gonna lose yeah. we're in this together yes but well, we won today but i mean first of all also heads off to you because i mean without you we wouldn't make it that big but the reaction was big i mean yesterday till 11 at night when till i go to yeah. bed like that was all we were talking about and everybody i saw he was like thumbs up or you know even to I think 200 people like were going were going like this on my shoulders today and thumbs up or even just give me a look like yeah. proud, like, proud 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 and I was like okay thanks this makes me feel this gave me some energy you know but I wasn't planned to be the leader but somehow I'm a guy I do it or I don't do it yeah. and when the thing came up we don't race I was like okay let's follow and see the situation and have a little discussion but pretty quick it got out of hands and we got not respected and I saw at that stage okay I have two ways to go now for myself or I stop this stuff and I will focus on my race and shut up and go racing and say I will race point and look like a bit foolish after and like what did we just do now or really go and say listen guys if we don't race we need the team managers, we need all the factory riders and we don't race. Yeah. And I need to go talk to Tim, I need to talk with Jorge and everybody and go through a bit what is their opinion. And if nobody takes a little bit the lead, it will never happen. And so automatically, maybe that's why they thought I was the leader, but I think everybody was part of it. Yeah. You know, I couldn't achieve this alone and I was not the guy starting it. It just came to a point that's how it happened. And then I was like, okay, guys, we don't race or we, we forget and we race. And then, yeah, we don't race. And then I was like, okay, bam, now I want to make it happen. And we did make it happen. And yeah, we got a lot of respect for it. Um, beside the interview yesterday, what we said in the press conference, it's a bit sad how the reaction was today from in front. What was the reaction? Yes, I mean, uh, it's just we got treated a bit shit as riders uh, today. Wait, again, wait, so what happened today? Because I haven't, I asked Prado and he said no one's spoken to him today, nothing's happened. Yeah. So what happened with you? No one's spoken to us, okay. 100% agree. Um, they tried to just forget about it, like it never happened. And again, I have to say, we only tried to improve. We only tried to grow together and make us bigger and be competitive against other series whatever I mean, is it the nationals is it supercross we try to improve yeah. we don't mean anything negative here and we are the riders so we are the main Which part of the show but um the thing reaction was more like from some officials without the, you know because we don't we didn't mean anything bad against those kind of people who yeah. work for in front or whatever it, they, they don't they do their job yeah. It's not their fault, you know, but they kind of reacted in a strange way towards us being aggressive at the before we line up for the gate, you know, just like yeah, and you move now and or or not, they wouldn't look in our faces anymore today, you know. I watch somebody in in the eyes and I'm honest. I'm I'm a, I'm an honest guy. I will tell if I have a problem or if I want, but I won't go behind his back, you know. Yeah. But 
today really showed some how mean those guys can be because like even on the podium getting a trophy and the guy like he can't look in your eyes he, he goes like yeah well done you won the GP but behind his back he's like yeah you're an asshole but come on I didn't mean I didn't mean to attack you or something we just want to grow together and this is sad to see and Tim and Jorge and the others they could confirm the same you know Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of France. First of all, uh, really good weekend for you. Two amazing starts from the outside, two really good motos. Just missed out on both wins in the end, but still, like the riding and everything, I thought it was a great weekend. Yeah, um, riding was, uh, was good. I'm happy that I could um, manage to get two good starts from the outside. I'm happy that I could pull away uh, in both uh, motos. Um, I just need to work, uh, keep working to get back, let's say, um, mentally and physically 100% to instead of just pulling for 25 minutes to give it to 35 so uh, I'm not wor worried about that um, I'm happy from what I did today we got back on the podium second so it was very positive and um, yeah we just need to keep working I thought um, even going into the day I thought you were gonna hold shot from the outside it's quite a fair start so I thought you'd have no problems um, I'm guessing you thought the same well, I didn't have, I didn't know, I didn't know because actually when you stay from, like when you line up and, and you see the corner, it's like we were very on the outside and, and they closed so many gates that we were really on the outside, like oh, when you stay there you're like, oh, hopefully, hopefully I can get the whole shot, but two perfect starts. The second one I felt like I was a bit tighter, like halfway and then, but I could kind of turn better into the right-hander and then line line up better for the yeah. jump uh, first one I got a better even better jump out of the gate and the straight was better but then in the the guys from the inside didn't break so they yeah. they touch my my back wheel so they problem and uh, and then they 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 fell but um, and they took some of uh, the good guys that were on the left out so it was, this was a pity but um, but yeah two good starts I'm, I'm happy um, riding was good um, I feel comfortable, I feel comfortable, a um, couple of things we need to work on but nothing special. Sewer obviously started from like the very outside, yeah. uh, I guess he did it because it wasn't ripped as deep over there, obviously you still got better starts than him, yeah. but did you think of doing something like him? Well, uh, I, at first I was thinking to start also from the outside, like complete outside, the dirt was way drier and when it's drier it's lighter for the bike so you get more speed. Um, I notice. I need to say, like, if I start from the inside, I block the whole grid. Like the whole guys that were on my right, they couldn't. Like, if I get a good jump, they can't get into the corner because I would bl block them like in the entry of it. And then the guys from the left, like Sewer and, and the guys that were on my left, they could come with me, you know, into the corner. You know what I mean? So actually, it wasn't too bad if the guys on my left. I didn't see the races, so I actually don't know how they started. But uh, I only know like Glenn that was that was on my left, Sewer, um, and a few other guys that started like yeah. good, and that's because I block everyone from the inside. <laughs> I just had uh, yeah very good start, so uh, it was also good for them. Uh, speaking of why you were on the outside, uh, obviously it all kicked off yesterday. Um, you didn't do the qualifying race along with a lot of the top guys. Uh, we've obviously heard a lot of what's happened down there. Sewer has said a lot on behalf of the riders. Uh, but from your perspective, just talk us through what happened down there, what you thought of it all, and yeah, the floor is yours. 
Well, it was, um, let's say, uh, it started before the, at the end of the 125 race, I was I was watching the track and I was like, what the hell, what, the, what is this? Like, it's it's floated, I, even for the 125s, it was like so much risk for those kids to, to race. I understand it's, it's for them, was like a race, so okay, but like after that, 250s had to go on track and I started thinking and then I got in touch with the Yamaha crew and and then uh, Seaver was there and then once I talked to, to Seaver about the, like our like my opinion in the beginning and then our opinion from all the riders um, we start moving we start going up and down with uh, some other riders getting in touch with FIA with FIM with in front and and then um, yeah, we, we decided to don't line up uh, just for safety reasons, not for anything else, just for safety reasons. Um, in many other occasions, like uh, I said in the press conference, for example, in Matali, um, I can guarantee that we couldn't see probably any jump yeah. from the sun being so low. And uh, I talked to the FIM in Ma on like in Matali, and they didn't listen to me. No, but we do it for the TV and that. and. Okay, so you prefer that the race goes on TV than our safety. Yeah. So this is not right because the riders need to get listened and and um, nobody said yesterday. Okay, we we will like to get to uh, like a compromise and maybe we can fix the start or, because they didn't even fix the start yeah. for the quality race. I've never seen that in my life. Like starting with the rats, what 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 is that? Like it's dangerous. Yeah. Even if it, and if it's muddy, it's even more dangerous. So. Um, just for safety reasons we decided to get together and it was very beautiful from all the riders I really respect the guys that didn't line up the guys that lined up I mean the good guys and the guys with a with a word because before that we sp we spoke to the most of the riders and the most of them they said we don't ride and then they line up so actually it was not nice uh, also another like few factory guys uh, lined up and before they were saying they didn't but then they get into the situation that they can line up in a good place because they never had it in their life but that's not nice because it's not respe respectful for us and not respectful for the sport for the teams because the team managers and teams had the same opinion about the safety but we didn't get listened and the quality race went on so um, I'm happy with the decision I'm happy also that the factory guys like Tim and Seaver and Glenn Coldenough and Paul Jonas and the guys that didn't ride, Mitch Evans, uh, Ruben, all of us um, didn't ride. So it was uh, nice, nice to see that we got together very well. I um I asked Sue the same question yesterday, but after you approached in front uh, during the one two five race or at the beginning of MX two, whenever it was, you went. Um, I think it was the start of the MX two race. The, when you no, the, the MX two didn't start when we went there. So at MX2 was still not on the gate. So when you when you went and had that conversation, did you leave there thinking maybe we've made progress, or did you leave there going, okay, nothing's going to happen. We weren't listened to. Uh, nothing's happened. I remember going back to the track and I was talking with uh, Jeremy. I was like, what do we do? We get changed, or <laughs> we are like, okay, we get changed and then we'll see what happens. So we got changed <laughs> and we went to the gates like. Yeah, we need to race, you know, and then uh, it was nice because we got really together and at the end because we all got together like team didn't start Jeremy didn't start that were actually and and myself like the top three going into the gate then we really put like like um, 
like a hammer on the table yeah. because then the rest also saw that um, that we are. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't just for fun. Yeah. It was really f for our safety, for to get listened and and uh, but yeah, nothing happened. Do you think that something's going to happen now? Like, do you hope that there's going to be a meeting? There's going to be something to happen? Or do you feel like this will just get swept under the carpet? We'll go to Germany, act like nothing ever happened and go on like normal. Like we, like we said, we put on the show. Yeah. I mean, we are the guys we work on every single day to be out there and get the victory and then the public can enjoy our races. Uh, I hope we get listened. I'm not sure. Um, how they treated us today and the teams was not right. Um, hopefully we can get uh, respect, that the respect we didn't get today. It was not nice to see and it was not nice to to feel like you're uh, not respected. Even you feel bad for your mechanics, you feel bad for your teams that put maximum effort and by few guys um, with major um, like force, they, they just treated us like I don't know like animals so it was hopefully we can get that respect back and that everything um, gets back let's say to normal that we can improve something the safety just the safety there are so many things that that need to be talked and and hopefully they put one foot back and at least they need to say sorry to us about what happened yeah. because it was unrespectful so that's it i guess no one's spoken to you today from in front of the fim no one's come and like one day on try to speak to you about what happened have you seen anyone no no i just i didn't see anyone i just i was focused on my race i think it was more important than getting in trouble it's when you when i probably if i get in trouble i wouldn't win this yeah. win that uh let's say uh, race out of the track so i better focus what i could do on track and uh, i could do it very well mentally it was hard for us because we all had to start from the outside in a position that didn't um it wasn't really fair you know what i mean after making a like time practice and knowing what we are able to do um so yeah it was mentally tough but we got out and you could see the three on the podium were the three that plus guys sir for that we didn't uh, line up yesterday to the race so <laughs> I, I think the guys that lined up yesterday they tried it to be like men's but actually I <laughs> in the point of view of the most of the people was the, the opposite so it's it's a pity that some riders um, doesn't respect us riders because it needs to be it's it's very important that riders respect each other and with them lining up, you can see that there is not so much respect from few of them. So um, we need to focus on the next race right now and um, think about myself and get that 35 minutes motor going on. Full gas. <laughs> um, last thing, I guess one nice thing that came from yesterday is like you say, between the top riders who didn't race, there was some respect. Uh, you said your bits, like Sua said in the interview yesterday, he really got more respect from you after listening to you on a start and hearing how you weren't afraid to voice your opinion uh, you said the same you got respect yeah. for sewer for doing the interview yesterday like i guess that's a nice thing that you know that you and the riders you're battling with on the track every week are on the same page yeah i mean uh, on track sometimes you can 
get mad at each other because at the end motocross it's uh, let's say somehow a little bit aggressive sports so sometimes you get each other and you touch with each other but we don't want to take each other out you know that's not the meaning of racing it needs to be also respectful on track and and uh, it was nice to see that off track we really got very well with each other and uh, it was from my point of view it was very nice it was very nice to see yeah the relationship between us i got also more respect for those guys and um, it, i'm happy i'm happy okay uh, paul jonas mxgp of france um first of all the results on paper today really don't show a how well you rode and b how good you looked uh, you look like a completely different guy you didn't look stiff at all whereas spain you look like a board riding a bike um, and yeah it looks like you've made some big progress this week and maybe now uh, you can start to get the ball rolling a little bit yeah i think so you know uh i think the riding today was one of the best i've been riding this season you know and uh you know i have to say massive thanks to the to the team you know they they pushed really hard to uh to the factory and to wp guys to get uh the setup what what we were being asking you know for for a while so uh and then yeah uh starting saturday morning it was on and uh you know wp guys did a good job and uh uh they made what i've been asking for for a while so uh it was good you know finally i felt really good on a bike i could push you know because <laughs> during the week i went two times riding and i was so frustrated because like I, like once i push i don't feel safe on a, i didn't feel safe on a bike so i just have to cruise you know and then uh people are saying yeah he's not fit he can do whole moto and uh, you know i said okay maybe i'm lying to myself you know maybe i'm not fit but then uh, we did some checks during the week, you know, with the riding, we take even the lac lactic acid and it was like nothing, you know, like I'm just walking, walking on the street, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, now was the, the first GP in a while where I could push and really enjoy it. Okay, the results, 11-7, yeah. something like that. So uh, yeah, I think the first moto I rode really, really good, you know, just uh, got stuck in the fence for a while. I was actually really lucky that I didn't go in the water there and uh, yeah, made some good passes, uh, got some good lap times, the second moto start not the greatest but uh yeah was a bit too aggressive the first laps made a small mistake near the pit lane lost the rhythm and then just started to ride again i, I would say in the last 10 minutes so the first time that you had this new suspension set up on was yesterday morning so you came to the race you knew you were going to get what you wanted but you still didn't know if it was going to work i guess yeah but i was quite sure it's going to work because you know those guys they know what what they're doing and uh they knew what i've been asking you know what i wanted to get and uh we were still like in the morning I had the, the setup on you know actually the biggest thing was we got new forks yeah. so then uh, in the morning I still had like other linkage and other shock in so then for the time practice we put the uh, again we changed the linkage and the shock a little bit which actually then worked together with the, with the forks because before I was always struggling a little bit with the fork feeling yeah. so we actually made the shock really soft to balance it out uh, but now you know finally I got like stiffer and more let's say uh, how you say that even like more that it's a whole whole package you know in the fork like it's quite stiff but at the same time flush uh so we had to change a bit you know the shock shock setup also to balance the bike out and it was working good because uh like i said before uh yeah the shock was actually working well but we struggled with the forks so we had to adapt everything <laughs> just to just to get a balance so this is something that you think is going to work everywhere obviously you're going to have to adjust it for each track each weather conditions all of that but as a base setup you think this is good this is gonna see you through the rest of the season yeah yeah for sure I, I i think that's that's gonna work everywhere you know like like you know we always click one click there two clicks there but uh we will see how it works in the sand and uh 
you know, during the week maybe, uh, or after after uh, Toichintal, I want to try uh, a different triple clamps yeah. also, just to see how it feels then, you know, like for a little bit more uh, front bite. Uh, but th those are just the things, you know, now I don't want to get too much, too, I don't want to get lost again in the testing and yeah. stuff, but uh, now the setup is good and uh, like I said, massive thanks to the team and everyone who really pushed hard to get this. That is the good thing about this team, right? From what I hear from you, uh, other riders, everyone who's been here, if you want something, they'll let you try it, they'll push for it, even if they think it's the wrong way to go, they'll kind of uh, believe in what you're saying. Yeah, 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 it's like, you know, they, everyone here is to do their job and you know, like, everyone trusts each other, you know, like, if, if I want to try something, they're open to it, and if they want to try something, I'm open to it, you know, like, we have really good communication and, like I've been saying already before, this is like like a family to me. Like I have really good relationship with everyone, and uh, you know, yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's frustrating, you know, that uh, that some people don't really uh, see how good this team works, you know, from the from the people above, let's say, and uh, you know, from from that side. But yeah, I think uh, with this team, with uh, <laughs> right, they can we we can do big things together. I think we just need to. Uh, get everything right in the uh, right positions and yeah. So the big thing, um, you were one of the riders who didn't race yesterday. From what I hear, you weren't the chief guy, you weren't leading everyone, but you were quite vocal and you were pushing your ideas and you were quite adamant that you didn't want to race. Um, obviously you've heard the sewer interview. I guess you agree with a lot of what he said, but what went down from your uh, perspective? Yeah, <laughs> in the end it was actually really crazy. You know, I didn't think that it's gonna work like that, you know, like, actually in the beginning like they were talking there in the group and then I was checking the start and then I heard like Jeremy said like yeah where uh, yeah do you have balls here and someone else I'm like yeah I'm here what do you want <laughs> you felt yeah. like you were at school <laughs> yeah yeah I was like what's going on and he said like yeah it's like that I said yeah actually I agree you know because the, you know when you see the conditions for the track and everything was going on uh, the quality race is just pointless yeah. you know at the point okay when everything is great yeah you, you put on the show for for the public and everything uh, and then you know at one moment like Jeremy just started to go to everyone you going no you going no you going no and it's like hey he needs to be a president you know like it was actually quite impressive like he took took the lead uh, but yeah I uh, actually I'm really disappointed that in the end the riders are not united and they don't stick together as a group because in the beginning like everyone said yeah 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 we agree we agree but then you saw what happened in the end you know like <laughs> there were only nine guys who uh, who 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 stick to their, uh, yeah, what they said, you know, to their promise, let's say. Uh, but actually, <laughs> I think Tim, Tim Geiser, he he had the biggest balls there, you know, because he was the first yeah. one, you know, who had to make the decision. Because if he went, we all yeah. would go, you know. But then, like, we just went together, and then with the FIM and the, with the in-front guys, actually, it went. Uh, the talks went in a quite high revs, and like Jeremy said, you know, we 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 could discuss and be open to that but uh, they were actually treating us like a dogs you know like <laughs> like we are we are nothing and then you know like uh, but in the end we are okay they bring the circus here yeah. but we are the clowns who <laughs> who are uh, making the show for the public and uh, yeah in the end like nine guys we stick to that okay we paid the price today a little bit for sure if I would be more on the inside and the gate I wouldn't be there in the fence in the first model but you need to sacrifice something and you know I think uh, I think people who are inside and who knows what's going on and the situation they um, they 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 think that it was 
the right decision and we had to show something, you know, because they said, yeah, we can sit on the table and talk together, but it's not like that. Yeah. It's just a one-way street, you know, if they say something, it's going to be like that. They, they even don't listen to the riders and that was also like, like yesterday, you know, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is like that at the moment, but I hope for the future, you know, <laughs> there could be like a, the, the riders can come together and be more united yeah. because in the end, like we are the ones who put on the show. Without us, yeah, who's gonna go racing, you know? And we are, let's say, the biggest stars of the MEGP. And if we all cannot stuck together for a good reason and for for a good thing, yeah, where the world is going to, you know? And then you see the tweets and the stuff, you know, people say, yeah, the, those guys, they need to go to the women's class now and stuff, but they don't know the story, what's yeah. behind it, you know? Like, like also Jeremy said, like, we would go racing if they even prepare the start straight, because, okay, the track wasn't that bad, but, when you see the stars say the berm like 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 till your till your uh, I not say where but <laughs> quite high <laughs> but so uh, they even didn't do that and then yeah we don't have we don't have time we don't have time but then still they delayed 20 minutes to start and uh, it's it's just frustrating you know uh, but but we will see let's hope uh, for the future we can do something together and let's say make make a good change because I think at the moment the MXGP is going a little bit downhill with everything, so uh, we need to do something and change something to, to climb up. Hey, uh, Mitch Evans, uh, MXGP of France. Kind of sound like a broken record, but once again, the results today don't show just how well you rode. Um, main thing that stood out to me is that first moto, when you got lapped, which sucks, obviously, um, you sat behind Prado and Sewer quite comfortably, looked like you could run the pace, and uh, honestly, gave me flashbacks to Matali 2019 a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a bad day. There's a lot of positives again, uh, but yeah, it's getting a little bit frustrating that we always seem to be last off the start um, and, you know, fighting our way forward. But um, happy to be healthy after the two crashes that I had in that motor. I hurt both shoulders, the right one in the first cr turn crash and then my left one in the second crash. And I would kind of had like dead arms, you know, and I kind of just needed like a lap to see if I still had the the strength to keep riding and then yeah uh yeah so i, I didn't really want to be like you know always looking over my shoulder seeing if they were coming so i just let them through and then i was like well i know from like yesterday and pre-practice this morning that i have the pace to run with them and uh there were some spots where i was faster and i honestly i felt a little bit faster than them but i was like i don't want to get too close because if jeremy thinks that you know someone's I'm a lap rider. I did wonder you know. if you were going to get like blue flags again to like kind of tell you to back off or like, I wasn't <laughs> sure what was going to happen. I didn't want to be a cunt, you know, so um, I was, yeah, respectful of, of their battle going on at the front and uh, it was good to, okay, I was a lap down, but it felt nice to be at the front anyway and, you know, have some clear track and speed's good. We just got to be there off the start with them. How was, um... How is your mentality? Like, are you super frustrated or actually do you have a bit more confidence? Because like you say, uh, results aren't coming together, but there are signs each week that this is going in a really good direction. Yeah, I'm super frustrated because it's, yeah, it just feels like I have the speed and the fitness now to, to be top five every weekend, but it's just like, when you have that mentality of wanting to be there, wanting to be there, then these stupid little things happen and, you know, it just frustrates you even more. So anyway, what is done is done and we focus on Germany. Um, normally, well, when I was there in 2019, was pretty good speed-wise until I had my crash. So 
looking forward to a good weekend and, and uh, yeah, being top five soon. I didn't um, see your crashes, but people said they were good. Like, it sounds like it was a pretty big one. So, yeah, like you say, uh, happy to be walking away unscathed, I guess. Yeah, the, the first one was really big. Um, and it's because, you know, I've, now I have in my mind that when I crash, I don't want to put my hand out because I don't have so much movement in it. So if I put my wrist out, then it's just going to aggravate it even more. So I like close up to just tuck and roll, basically. You That's know. what you're meant to do, isn't it? <laughs> and I kind of just slammed into the ground so hard on the first one. And then the next one kind of just went um, went sideways over the like the rollers at the top. And honestly, I got out of that one pretty good. So, you know, luck is on my side, I can say. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> so you were, thing. well, you were another rider who chose not to race yesterday. Um, it was all going on on the start line. You were involved. You were in the group. Uh, you know, come by R and all of that sort of stuff. Um, from your perspective, what went on down there? What did, what were your what was your views on everything that was said? Everything the riders were saying? Uh, what would you like to see happen? Basically, floor is yours. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, I'd like to start by saying um, big props to Jeremy with your podcast you did with him yesterday. I think everything he said in there was well said and really polite, honestly, because um, the way that we were treated was was very disrespectful that we felt like. So, um, yeah, basically what happened was we were sitting there watching the 125s go out there and we were like, what's the point in us going out for a qualifying race? And um, Prado came past and we... Uh, yeah, that's kind of where it started. He was like, I don't want to race. Then we found Jeremy and he's like, yeah, we don't want to race either. So we all went up to the line and and um, uh, Ruben and I went up to the line first and we found Luongo there. But I was like, what are we, us two? We're going to have no, you know, he's not going to listen. You're Mitch line. Evans. Come on, let's. Yeah, but if Tim and, and Prado and, you know, world champions go up there and say something, they're going to have a little bit more pull than us two, you know. So um, so anyway, then they came up and we started talking. And, and right from the beginning, it was just like, not nah, you're racing. Like, didn't even want to hear, like, okay, like any solutions, you know. Like, if, if you want to have a, like, 20-minute break and just clean especially the start straight and first turn you know then we would have been open to it but it was just like nah we're up here and you're down there and you do what we say and you're our slaves kind of thing and so i said to to glenn i said look the only way that this is going to happen is if none of us want to race you know so the ho we ended up getting ready and we we're like what are we going to do and then it yeah started again once we got up there and um, everyone in the beginning was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm not going to ride, I'm not going to ride. And then when they're like starting to go to the line, everybody, every rider said no. I said, oh, for sure, you know, we'll get to like 15th or something and then somebody will go and, and whatnot. But everybody said no. And I, I started clapping. I was like, wow, you know, first time we're actually sticking together here and fighting against them. Because they always say to us, oh, our door's always open, you know, we're open to ideas. But... Yeah, his door might be open, but his ears aren't open to it unless there's money-making opportunity in it for him. So, anyway, then um, then Luongo came down and it started kicking off, and his only his only like fight on his side was that you know the, you're letting down the fans here, blah blah blah. We've done this, you know, we've we've fought to put on this championship for the last two years and. 
and um, for you guys. He said, everything we did is for you guys. And I said, eh, come on, bro. I think you needed a paycheck as well. You what, you actually said that? No, I, oh, okay. I was going to, but I said it like later, but I didn't yeah. say it to him. I said it to the other writers because, you know, in at the end of the day, like, okay, the spectators are here and it makes it a really good atmosphere. And But what it doesn't really change for us because... Whether the spectators come or not, we don't get any bonus money from Ustream, or in front rather. And so whether they're making money or not, it doesn't really matter. And I, honestly, I feel like if he would, if they were to step away from MXGP, somebody's going to take their place and create another world championship. You know? FIM isn't going to let there not be a world championship, you know. So it, it was exactly like Jeremy said. There was just like a lot of little things like for example for me last weekend in Spain before free practice I went all the way up to the line the session had already started and they didn't let me in because of my hair hanging out the back so have you had a haircut or no I got to tie it up now but why not come and tell me this before and I've had long hair all year and they tell me when the sessions already started come on guys tell me beforehand so I know like I have no problem with tying it up don't tell me once the session's already started and you're not going to let me out onto the track and like just other things like they water the crap out of the 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 track for the 250 guys and it makes it dangerous for them like we saw Yago crash last weekend so this this wasn't just about you MXGP guys you're also kind of looking out for Let's be honest, the MX2 guys, they don't have the uh, stature to kind of do what you did. So you're looking out for everyone. Well, you can say it like that, but the thing is, it's just more about they, we, us riders have no voice. There's no riders representative to go and, you know, ask something to be changed. Like you look at Ben Watson, who got rope banned yeah. from something on the side of the track. Close to my heart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like... Exactly like Jeremy said, in Formula One, everything's, you know, safety, 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 and everything's pushing forward. But here, there's nothing being done for years. And I feel like just, yeah, there's got to be a big change and make it more exciting because I really feel like 90% of us riders don't really want to do a qualifying race or we don't see the point in doing qualifying race on the Saturday. So it's just... In the end, it wasn't even about the track, you know. It was more about the lack of respect that they were showing us. And we were like, okay, we just need to stand up for what we think is right. And in the end, if they had to come to us and say, okay, you know, what's the problem? You know, we can sweep the start, you know, have a 20-minute break, sweep the start, and then will you guys race? And we probably all would have said, yeah, okay, because that's them actually showing that, okay, if we come to them, they're going to do something, you know. But from the beginning, it was just like, no, if, if you don't want to race, then get out of here, you know. And it was just, it was, you know, they were just like a level above everybody else. And, and I feel like Luongo he has no relationship with any of the riders around the paddock correct me if i'm wrong this is your interview but no correct me if i'm wrong 
you ever see him walking through the paddock talking to riders and you know getting their feeling and feedback you know why do you think Paul Malin's so good at commentating? Because he walks around the paddock and he has a relationship with some riders. I would like you to use me as an example there, but it's fine. But <laughs> also you. Why do you think everybody likes doing interviews with you? You know, because you connect with them on a like a normal, a yeah. friendship basis. And okay, you know, you're trying to look professional and whatnot, but that's not the way to do it, in in my view. So what do you want to see happen now? Like, from what I've got from other riders okay, everyone wants a meeting to sit down and discuss things, but maybe before that, the riders need to get together because there were people who raced and talking to other guys, they're a bit pissed that the riders weren't 100% together. I think, I think for, for the riders who said in the beginning, I'm racing no matter what, then, you know, fair to them. They can go and race if they want. It was more, a lot of us lost respect, and I'm not going to name names, but one guy in particular. We all know. <laughs> one guy in particular, he uh, he was like, yeah, okay, you know, if you guys don't race, then I don't race. And he ended up lining up in the end, you know. So, it's he ended up lining up in the end after he said, yeah, okay, I'm not going to race. And then, like, five riders later, somebody's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to race. And he's like, oh, crap, okay, I'm going to go, you know. So... It's just like that, you know, it's, if you stick to your word, especially someone like Tim, he's, it, all the pressure was on Tim because he was the first guy and imagine if he said no, imagine if it was like this diabolical plan to just attack him and he said no and then everybody else lined up and then he wasn't allowed to race, what, what happens then? It would have been quite funny, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> for you, maybe. <laughs> Not for us here in this camp, that's for sure.